Production of Sound Bros Productions. 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 We are sitting in a half-emptied apartment. <laughs> a very echoey room. A very echoey room. So apologies on the echoes. However, more apologies on the fact that it has taken us over a year to do another episode. Uh, that, hopefully, will no longer be the case. We are going to get back onto a regular schedule of at least a show a week. I'm not promising um, anything. I'm not promising anything. I'm saying we're going to try. Don't take anything that he says at face value at all. <laughs> it's all BS. It's all lies. Every last bit Every of it. Every bit of it. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm just taking a book from Chris Cromo. You know, just everything that comes out is a lie. No? I wouldn't take works? anything from him. I wouldn't either. Don't take candy from strangers. This is our PSA of the day. <laughs> anyway. Um, so our last podcast, um, if I'm remembering correctly, was, uh, as we were right about to leave for a road trip, um, to go and bury our grandmother. Yeah, that was, uh, I think there was a bunch of us in the, in the studio. I think there was a few of us. Yeah. We had, we had some get special guests. Yep. Um, and we did do that road trip and, uh, the funeral went well and, um, the road trip was crazy. The road trip was crazy. That was fun, but crazy. Uh, and now we're in a, in a whole move, and life is moving on and changing, and business is booming, and we are... We started a group. We started a political group um, called... A pseudo-political group. A pseudo-political... Christ, a Christian pseudo-political organization. Right? Is that the best way to put it, I think? A pseudo-political Christian organization. Doesn't oh, I like sound that. right when you put it in the other way. Ah, whatever. We are the flab and razzles. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, sorry, old radio drama from when we were kids. Um, if you haven't listened to it, Jungle Jam and Friends, the radio show by Crazy Monkey Studios. They're phenomenal. Anyway, um, yeah, we started this political group, and we're having a lot of fun with it. And fun. That's that's words you could use to describe it. Actually, it's kind of, I hate, I despise politics. Politics are such garbage. Like, why can't people just say what they mean and mean what they say? And What do you, you mean know? by that? Exactly. I mean what I said. Actually, what's funny is that we joined a political group. <coughs> we went to a political meeting. We went to a political meeting. Wanted to wanted join to the join. group. They, they fell apart. They, no, 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 no. <laughs> they voted to disband. No, they voted a vote of no confidence on the main board member. And then voted to disband. And then voted, voted to disband and re... Who's telling this story? Both of us. Anyway, long story short. Why is it got to be short? Long story, Luke. Brilliant. I mean, Luke's <laughs> story short. I mean... Um, <laughs> what is happening? Anyway. What, seriously, what is happening? Oh, Did it freeze? Gosh. No, it's... Okay. Windows 11? Are we paused? Oh, we have like a million updates because we haven't turned on the computer in like... A couple months. A couple months. So it's all... Too... I'm annoyed. All right. Hold on a sec. Test. Test. Check, check. It seems to be running smoothly. Did you turn off the network? No, I left it on. I just let it sit for a second. So... For those of you who are wondering what's going on, are we back? The computer that we're that we're using right now, um, we haven't turned it on in a couple months, and as you know, Windows likes to do updates all of the flipping time. Seriously, it is so painful. And also, if you've used Windows eleven yet, do you hate it as much as we do? <laughs> um, continue. So, it seems to be running smoothly now. We'll we'll see how far we can get on this. So. Let me let me do a couple shout outs 
to our cousins. Oh, okay. We're shouting out now. We, well, we're not going to finish the political thing we were talking about. Oh, that's right. Interrupted. Yeah, go ahead. You just like you just jump to the next thing. This is what I do. Okay. Well, hold your horses. I don't want to. They're heavy. Well, maybe you should go see a man about a horse then. We'll do that later, and I'm going to take the wireless mic off before I do. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so long story short, worst nightmare. (laughs) Long story short, we had a second political. They they started a second group. The lady who was in charge of it was uh, very shady with us about what exactly the nature of the. organizationalness of the organization was and yeah that some stuff happened and she decided that it was our fault and kicked us and a couple other board members out of the group so we started our own group unilaterally yeah unilaterally all by herself yeah so we started our own group called the lions of liberty and you can check us out at the lions of liberty.com we are a five-member board-driven organization that's primary function is to bring God back into our country, into politics, into everything, um, restore the integrity of our republic, restore the, restore the integrity of our elections, and hold politicians accountable to their constituents. And to unite our local conservative groups. Actually, all the, all the conservative groups. All the conservative groups, not just local ones. And to hold our politicians responsible. Just said that. that. I know. I'm saying it again because it needs to be said again. No, it's the most important part. You should say the other part instead of repeating the thing that I already said. What other part? That we're going to burn out the rhinos. Oh, yes. Big game hunting. We're going to go big game. My favorite. Big game hunting. Big big game. We need to make a little jingle that we can play every time we say that. Need one of those those old games like the Duck Hunter? (laughs) Or whatever the sound is. Duck I Hunt. I don't know. Do we, I'm going to find the sound for Duck Hunt. There you go. Because that's funny. Anyway, um, so yeah, we started that group. Um, and uh, and it's awesome. We meet uh, the third Saturday of every month at 10 a.m. at the Vibe Center. Here in Prescott, Arizona. Right across the street from the airport. And uh, we do, uh, we, we, a lot of times we'll have special, special guest speakers, um, and we do a segment on our rights, and we generally cause um, people to be inspired to do more. <laughs> Big game hunting. Okay. That's, that's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> I hope it came through. I don't know if it's... What was that? You triggered something. I did trigger something. That was really weird. Not sure what that was. What was that? Did that come out of my phone? It came out of your phone. That was creepy. So anyway, um, that's the show. No, I'm joking. I'm totally and joking. that's the show. <laughs> totally joking. That'd be terrible. <laughs> okay, now you can do we've all your been, shout outs. We've been gone for a year, and we're only back for a minute and a half. No, it's, okay, been, bye. it's been about nine minutes. <laughs> uh, shout outs to our cousins in Jersey, who both asked me where our next show was going to be on. Um, so uh, I'm sure to uh, Corey, our friend, our cousin Corey, who actually has a really cool YouTube channel. Pause. What are we what are we doing here? Go. Okay, so what did what did we miss? N- nothing. Just, just right where I was? Yeah, right where we were. Oh, okay. So our cousin Corey, um, who has a YouTube channel, if you look up uh Corey Christopher, um, that is the name of his YouTube channel. He's got about um actually I don't know how many. Let's see. I'm looking at his channel right now. He's got about nineteen videos. Um he's got a uh, it says financial freedom across the top. Um, he does a whole bunch of videos on uh, um, uh, investing, stock market, um, how to how to how to invest without getting bogged down by all the crazy stuff. It's uh, it's really really good stuff. So um, not to mention he's uh, you know he's family, so he's got a cool little picture. It's a picture of him in a suit, um, and he's the uh, he's the the redheaded dude. Um, he's got red hair with a like a light red beard. Um, 
So that's you'll know it's him. Anyway, um, and I'm sure at some point when we get a Sound Bros or a Pod Bros Productions website or some kind or channel, we'll put a link to him on there. Uh, and then to our other cousin, um, Casey. So our cousins are Corey, Casey, Peggy Sue, and Christopher. They all have C's. So when I'm talking, I get confused. Anyway, Technically, Sue is an S. Casey. Unless Aunt Sue spelled her name wrong. Except for I know who Peggy Sue is. I, I confuse the brothers all the time because that's what we do, right? Is it spelled with a C? Who? Peggy Sue? Yeah. You, yeah. Instead the of a C P, is silent. Instead of a P. No, it's before the P. It's before the P. Yeah, the C is silent. If there's a C. Oh, okay, so the, then everything Peggy matches. Sue. Yeah, so everything matches. Okay. Yeah, no. All right. Um, so our, our, friend, our, our cousin Casey, who um, is a... Uh, uh, he owns his own plumbing company over there in uh, New Jersey. Um, he's he's solid, steadfast plumbing. Um, they're really good. If you're if you're over there, you're listening over there. Check him out. He's crazy busy and does really good work. And he also has. Uh, you should follow his Instagram because he does falconry, which is really cool. Um, all the birds and such. Um, is it and the word? We promised the. Uh, is, is it the word? Is, 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 is the bird the word? The bird is the word. Ba, 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 bird, continue, bird. continue, please. Um, and then we promised when we were talking about the podcast, when we were buying a bunch of stuff at Home Depot, we promised the uh, two cashiers there, the two young ladies, that we would mention them. So this is us mentioning them. Um, I apologize profusely because I wrote your names down and I can't remember where I wrote them down. So I can't say your name. I'm sorry. Um, but hey, shout out anyway, because they do an awesome job over at Home Depot for us. Uh, since we've been buying a lot of stuff there, you know, with our um, digging and such. Should we tell that story? I don't know if we have enough time. <laughs> it's not that long. I mean, it's only 165 feet. The, the way that you tell it, it's we don't have nearly enough time. Okay, well, I'll tell it the way you would tell it. Luke would, was an I, idiot and dug through the gas line. <laughs> so we went through the gas line on our property uh, and unfortunately ended up having to get a certified plumber to come out and fix it and run a new gas line because the original gas line was run with PVC, which if you know anything about utilities, gas is not supposed to run through your basic white PVC and if it does run through a plastic pipe, it's supposed to run through a specialty type pipe that can handle both the pressure and the gas without becoming brittle and breaking. And so we had to spend a good lot of money, chunk of money to run a new gas line. And in the process of digging a trench for the new gas line, we went through the cable line However, to the house. However, that one was covered by the cable company because they didn't mark it. They didn't mark their stuff. Although technically speaking, the gas line didn't mark theirs either. But we were outside of the. There's a certain amount of time that you have before you can dig, or that you can dig within where it's not your responsibility, and we didn't dig within that time. So, but hey, lesson learned, and all things are good. So, moving on. Just a lot of money. You Just know. a lot, you know. Which is why we're doing the podcast again because we need to make this. You know, profitable. We need sure, to get to a point sure. of <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that's going to happen. That's certainly going to happen. You know, I was listening to some of our older our older podcasts, and we used to talk a lot about... We, we started off by saying all the platforms are on, right? We're on, yeah, yeah. you know, Spotify and... and, and Podbean. Podbean and, iTunes. and iTunes and anywhere pretty much that you get your podcast, YouTube. And that we were working on getting... I, I, I listened to one of the episodes the other day. We were working on getting a Patreon up and running... So that people could donate to us. Yeah, we've since forgotten about all of that. And uh, there's no real way for this to be monetary. Unless you uh, directly c connect with us on Podbean and ask for Mizell. And then I'll give it to you and you can send me money if you want to. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but otherwise it's just us rambling Otherwise it's just here. rambling on. <laughs> Is anyone out there? Does anybody listen? Ding, 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 ding. Don't tap the glass. It scares the 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 uh, cashiers. <sighs> so can we talk about that? Can we talk about the fact that we live in a world that has so lost their minds that they put up a piece of plastic between you and the cashier 
but the cashier touches all of the stuff that you already touched to put in your basket and, and then puts it in a bag that you then take home no, no, no. and takes the no, no, money no. from you from no, no, around no. the, no, the no, glass. No, 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 no. And then if you know the cashier, they try to kiss. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> What's better than all of that is that they do it all day long. Sure. With dozens of customers. Dozens of people. Like, they touched all of their stuff. Now they're touching my stuff, and they didn't wash their hands in between. And, I, and I'd make sure to cough on all of the stuff that we grab. Absolutely. To share the love, you know. Well, you know, you got to take, take it that extra step, right? I mean, you, you It's need, that thing. you got to share. Well, no, right? it's that thing. You know, people, they, they talk it's about... More blessed to give than receive? They, they have to hear... <laughs> the, it's, the, it's the listening thing, right? It's the uh, um, when when you when you get the vi- when you get a virus and then you you can't get it again. Ha- have you you been listening to that? Herd immunity. <laughs> Her- <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That was really good. Thank you. Herd immunity. I didn't catch it until you said it. <laughs> My brain was running too. Like, where is he going? Herd immunity. <laughs> you have to hear it first. You have to hear about it first. You got to hear about it first. And then you have the immunity to it. Yeah, that's, it herd, that's how it works. It was herd immunity. So actually, the plexiglass is actually counterintuitive because it blocks the because sound. it blocks the sound. So there's no herd immunity. They, that's why there's no herd immunity. That's why, because of the plexiglass. It's because the plexiglass of the mask. You can't hear the person through the mask. I blame the plexiglass. See? Plexiglass and Fauci. masks. It's Fauci. They're preventing herd immunity. They're preventing herd immunity. I think you've really stumbled on something here. Yeah, I, I definitely stumbled upon it, that's for sure. <laughs> I couldn't hear anything. That's exactly I tripped over it. The lights were dark. <laughs> Thumb my toe. Some ah! le- there were some Legos on the ground. Ah! Ah! Ooh! <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Stepping on Legos is the worst. Or stubbing your, uh, your shin on the coffee table. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do they make them that size on purpose, or do they just have, like... Yeah, they catch you just below the knee. They have, like, tiny people that right? build them all. No, just below and the it's knee. it's justice. Oh. It's justice. They're justice. like... That's truth. I'm going to get justice for being this short. All the tall people are going to get it. In the shins. In the shins. Right below just the knee. Just below the knee in that little soft spot. Oh, man. Brutal. Oh, it's brutal. Every time. So, uh, we went and watched a movie the other day. <laughs> Which one? Are we going to go for it? Which oh. One? There's a couple of we've watched a couple of really good movies. Oh, that one. No, no, no. We won't go into that one yet. Oh, okay. Let's let's do that let's, after. Let's the, do the one that we watched here. Let's do let's do the one we just watched after half an hour. Half an hour, half an hour, half an hour. So that we can like the last half hour paper. <laughs> like the first half hour. <laughs> Boy, when you're on, you're on. If you haven't ever seen Ishtar, <laughs> go watch Ishtar. And if you hate it, don't blame us because it's a great movie. Um We'll talk about that. I love the fact that that movie. So there's a movie that came out in the what was that late eighties? I think it might be early nineties. Early nineties with Dustin Hoffman and uh, what's his name? Warren Betty. I don't remember what his or name something. is. Something. Anyway, called Ishtar, and it is. It's just stupidly it's, funny. It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. It really, it really, and is. what's and, what's great about it is that. There is no middle ground. It's either a one or a ten. Well, if you look it up, if you look it up, the the reviews are that way. There's there's either this movie is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, or I didn't stop laughing. I had to watch it three times to get everything. Right, right. <laughs> and then and then my favorite is uh, uh, the Far Side comic, where he's. In hell, and, and it's and just it's, a, it's, it's the blockbuster. It's a blockbuster, and, and all they've got is Ishtar. Ishtar. <laughs> One man's heaven is another man's hell. <laughs> I guess. Anyway, so we saw. Um, well, we saw we saw a couple of movies. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to see Moonfall in theaters, in theaters which we are which we are very bummed about because that was we watched it just recently. A, and such it was a good movie, a phenomenal movie. Thoroughly, you know, total, uh, what, what did we say? It was, it is a mix between 2012, 2012 meets in the, the original Independence no, Day. No, no, the remake of Independence Day. The remake, okay. That's what I was saying, is that it was like, because you know. Oh, okay, yeah, I can the see The remake that. of Independence yeah, yeah. Day, they, they were, tr- 
you know what it was? It felt like they were trying too hard with the new with the what is it Independence Day resurgence or whatever. Uh huh. It felt like they were trying too hard to try to make it something more sure. than the first one was. Instead of just making a, a sequel or something, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know that you could make a sequel to Independence Day. Now that I think about it, and they made the second one, I almost think just make a separate movie. Which is why I said that because Moonfall is like a separate movie. Well, I think at least on the Independence Day side, I think you could have kept the same characters, but I would have really liked to have seen Will Smith's character. Well, you know, it's funny because they kind of alluded to stuff that happened after the attack. Sure. And I, I think that that's something that would be would be really cool. Would have been a cooler, would have been a better story. Well, I think, I think would that have they been keep... what, what would have happened? Because honestly, think about it. They wiped out, what, 12 U.S. cities? Oh, more. I think it was more than that. 15 they U.S. cities? They had already moved. They had moved through. Like, they would wipe a city and move to the next one, and wipe a city and move to the next one. But they hadn't gone that far, though. It, it wasn't a lot of time. They had, they had wiped out... Oh, it wasn't a lot of time, but it was a lot of coverage. So, but thir- so 30 cities. Let's say they wiped okay. out 30 of the biggest cities sure. in America. Yeah, that And each what? of the other ones is doing that everywhere else all over the world, right? Right. So that's, that's quite an amount so of people in the world. So that's a good amount of people, world. but here's the thing, though. Think about the population density of the United States. Sure. It's pretty spread out. You could destroy 30 cities and only wipe out, depending on where you are, depending, only on, the wipe city, out, depending on the city, only wipe out million? a few million people. Sure. But if you attack like China or something like that, you hit a city, you're wiping out 20 to 30 million people. Sure. Sure. And I'm just, what I'm thinking about is... The balance of power that that would do in the, the world. The shift, the shift in power from that kind of devastation to countries like China and India that are incredibly densely populated. So I think what we're dealing with, though, is I think we're dealing with the the movie makers are are not grasping the fact that you don't just because it's just because this movie came out what what Independence Day came out in what ninety five yeah I think so ninety just because it's been over twenty years doesn't mean that the universe that Independence Day is. Has been twenty over twenty years. Right. Well, that, but that's what they did, though. But that is what they did. It's the same thing that they did, and we've talked about this many times about Star Wars, the the bastardization of of what they've done to Star Wars. Right. Is that they've well, we have to go twenty years down the road. Why? Why do we have to go twenty years down the road? We have, for one, we have technology now, without right. a question. That can do the deep fake stuff. Honestly, and on the other side of it, we don't even need that. The Han Solo <laughs> movie. The Han Solo movie proved that you can have another actor play the character and do a good job. Well, the reality is, here's the here's the reality of the situation. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, and I haven't seen the Book of Fett, but I'm guessing the Book of Fett is continuing in the same vein, is proving you don't need to go 20 years down the road and tell a story. Or 30 years, or 50 years down the road. You can tell the story right now. Yep. But, here's the other side of it. If you're gonna go twenty years down the road and tell the story, do it the way Luke Scott, do it the way George Lucas did it, originally. Okay, so you've got one through six. Do ten. Right. Do ten, eleven, and twelve, and then, if people like the story, you can come back and, and you can fill, fill in, in the gaps yep. with new actors, with new technology. Oh man, ten, ten, if you could you imagine. 10, 11, and 12 would literally be a whole new story with whole new actors and no, with a whole new characters. You don't even have to have the same characters over or, and over again. Or, better yet, you can have the characters you already have, but it totally makes sense that they're old. Right. No one has to wonder what happened because they know that it's going to be told. Sure, and instead of, the er, instead of our current time, you can jump it ahead and do... You know, instead of twenty five years since the since the Death Star, you could do fifty years. Well, no, you would want to. I, I mean, honestly, this is the thing that gets me about Star Wars. And I, I watched a video, a couple different videos on YouTube, where here we are again on Star Talking Wars. Us, I was just going to say that. But the guy, he it was in, they were they they took a bunch of interviews with 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 Jar Jar Abrams. Sure. And uh, I like that Jar Jar Abrams. And just. 
you listen to what he says, and he's like, well, you know, I wanted to fix it. So, the, but the problem is, is that he totally missed what George Lucas was doing. George well, and, Lucas and... made six unique movies. Think about it. Every single one of the movies that George Lucas made were unique. Not a single one of them was the same as the other ones. Episode four is the story of a young of a young farm boy who goes off, gets becomes part of this great adventure and saves the day, right? Yep. Episode five is the story of um police hunting down insurgents. Sure. And episode six is the story of of uh of the weaker toppling the more powerful in, in, a, in a galactic struggle. Sure. And then you go to one, and one is a completely different story. Entirely different. It is a geopolitical struggle between galactic powers over taxation. Right, but, but you, made a, you made a statement that, that Jar Jar Abrams made, right, where he said he wanted to fix the story. Right. Because he's coming at it from a false premise because he didn't like one, two, and three. Right. And this is the, this is the problem, is that these people, whoever they may be, they decide that they don't like something because they don't understand it. Oh, and I, now I gotta fix it. Except for you, now you ruined it. Right. Just like you ruined well, Star Trek. Well, what it, what what happened? To fix the story, he has to destroy the story. Right. Which means you have to kill to, Han Solo. No, it's better than that. It's better <laughs> than killing Han Solo. You can kill Han Solo. That's not a problem. You you when when you go to seven or ten or whatever you decide to do, you literally, especially if you decide to just throw out the cannon, which is what they did. Sure, you literally have a blank slate to do whatever you want. Right, and and that's okay. As the creator of the story, you're allowed to do that. But here's the problem, though. The problem is is to fix strong air quotes the story. You have to break the story. Right. The story of Star Wars, the the continuous theme. Through one through six is the story of hope. Right. Right. One, two, and three is the story of the hope of the chosen one bringing balance to the force. Now, at the end, the hope is dashed. Sure. But in four, five, and six, it's also about hope. And hope wins out in the end. And sure. so technically, you sure. could say that Star Wars one through six is a story about Hope. Right. And about how powerful hope is that literally a group of ragtag rebels can rise up and defeat a, a galactic empire, right? And of course, there's all the context and all this different stuff that's going on. But in that, what does hope also do? And this is, this is the personal level. This is the interpersonal stuff. In 1, 2, and 3, hope turns... The Messiah, strong air quotes, the, the chosen one, sure, sure. into a monster. Because he cannot live up to the expectations of the hope that's been laid on him. Right. And so what does he ultimately do? He attacks the people that are bring that are trying to, that are trying to, to turn him into something, him into that, something he's not. that he's not. You're right. 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 And we see the inverse of that in Star Wars four, five, and six, which is what George Lucas was doing. Right. He was creating a a mirror. Where you have the dark on the one side and the light on the other side. That's the point of the story. Sure. That's why there's those concepts of, is the dark side really evil? Right. Is the light side really good? That's the point. When you look in a mirror, it's self... spec. Your, your, uh, what's the word I'm looking self -actu for? Self-actualization. Yeah, you're, you, are, you are looking at yourself and you're making a judgment call. Yeah. And so, whereas in 1, 2, and 3, hope leads to the rebelling against hope. Right. And then, of course, the darkness comes that over comes the galaxy. because now hope is dead. Dead, right? Strong air quotes. But Sorry, four, I forgot we're on, we're on radio. Yeah. People can't no, see it's me fine. do air quotes. <laughs> but in 4, 5, and 6, you see the inverse of that, where hope leads to... Hope sparks again. The destruction of the Empire yep. first. Or ultimately, I should ultimately, say. Ultimately. But what happens before that? Look at the character development that happens with characters like Leia, where she goes from being this prissy, 
pompous, spoiled uh, child, spoiled princess to being a warrior and a leader. Yep. Right. And if you read any of the original canon, she ends up becoming the president of the Senate of the New Republic, and she is actually the chosen one. Which yep. is a phenomenal book series, by the way. If you oh, ever yeah. get a chance to read it, great story. Now, which which book series is that? Because that's I don't remember the name of it. Oh, it's been a long time since I read. Because I was one. looking, I was looking those up the other day. But, but that, that is a great book series. But you have these person, you have these, you have these story arcs that are happening with these characters, and it's all because of the way the story is is being progressed. Han Solo, he is the scoundrel. Sure. Uh, you know the 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 criminal con artist, whatever. Right. Going for the quick buck, running drugs, right? Because that's what he's doing for you know. Sure. In the, sure. In the expanded universe, you find out he's running drugs for the huts. Yeah. That's why he dumped his supply. Yeah. Because he's running drugs. Because he was running spice. And so he goes from being a drug runner. Yep. To being General Solo. Right. Who marries Leia and has a family. And and is an epic leader. And you have Luke, who goes from being this whiny farm boy, yep, who just wants to deal with more, and he, he doesn't want you know whatever it is. You want to go with my friends? Yeah, I thought we were going to go to Tiny Stage for some power converters. <laughs> boy, what a whiner that kid is! But you go from that character, and now you have the Jedi Knight, who succeeded where his father failed. And even with rede- and redeemed his father, and redeemed his father, and with the help of his father, defeated the enemy, and ultimately sets up for the reemergence of the Jedi. Right, okay. and then of course, if you read the original canon, absolutely, he does. He set it. He sets up the Jedi Academy, and there's all the struggles that go along with that, and he ultimately gets married and has a kid, and there's this huge story arc and all these different characters that come out of. What happens in the story. But if you come from the premise that there's something wrong with the story in the beginning and you have to fix it, it means you have to break the story. Right. Because what you're what you're saying is is that four is what I want. And so to get four, I have to break the story. I have to undo, and I'm totally stealing this from the internet right now. Sure. A hundred percent. Great video on YouTube. If you ever want to watch it, it is phenomenal. Continue. I have to break the story. I have to undo everything that was done in 4, 5, and 6. Han Solo has to go back to being a scoundrel. He has to dump his family. He has to give up everything that he's become because he stopped being the drug runner and started being the epic person that he was. So I have to kill that. I have to destroy that. Luke has to go from being the guy that won. Luke won. Luke defeated the Emperor without going to the dark side. He defeated the Emperor and redeemed his father by being a Jedi, by being a true Jedi. Yep. By not relying on violence to achieve his goal. By relying on balance. By relying on balance, by relying on the Force and the, and the promptings of the Force. But to tell this new story, we have to undo all of that. And so instead of having Luke, this epic warrior who knows how to hold back when it's time to hold back and knows when to fight when it's time to fight, instead we have the impulsive Luke Skywalker who just arbitrarily decides to kill his nephew. Doesn't make any sense. Right. And just then, like just and, like and Han then Solo. It, and then when it doesn't work, he goes and hides on another planet. He goes planet, and hides on a planet. Like he thought... Yoda was doing. Right. But it doesn't make any sense. And Han Solo leaving the family and Han Solo and Leia being at odds with each other doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Right. It only makes sense if you break the story. Right. Just like Palpatine having offspring doesn't make any sense. Right. Because that was nowhere. Because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because we just kind of shoehorned it in there. And this is the best part. Because you broke the story and pissed everybody off, the characters that you created, Poe and Finn and uh, what was the Asian chick's name? Oh, I don't remember. But you have these characters that have been created and, and Ray, 
You have all these characters that have been created that deserve sure. to have a good story arc. They deserve to have a good story development, plot development. They deserve to have all of the epic things that all the other characters in Star Wars have had. Right. Even as simple as... Uh, what is the 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 uh, the the uh, assassin droid the eight eight eighty eight right TT eighty eight or whatever T-T-88, it's called yeah I think literally T I eighty eight that's what it is literally in one scene of episode five and there are entire books written about T I eighty eight the characters that are in the movies deserve to have those story arcs in their characters sure and you know what they got they got crapped on they got crapped on over and over and over again. Because For seven, eight, and nine. Because when eight came out, what was eight? Eight was, well, JJ screwed up, so now I have to fix it again. And so I'm going to break JJ's story to try to fix it. And so now we have two broken stories. We have two broken story arcs. And so then the third one, JJ comes back. This is the best I've ever heard of this. This is the best... Is this a video on YouTube? Yeah, it is. It is. We need to get and, that. And we need to give him huge. You, you need to. You need to watch it, and I'll, I'll look up the name and, and give him a shout out. And the next time we do this podcast, yep. He is. He nails it on the head. But the last movie, you have JJ come back, and now he's going to try to fix the story. And what does he do? He breaks it again. He does everything that people accuse George Lucas of doing in Episode One through Six, the remastered versions shoehorning all the other stuff in there to make it all work. Yep. Well, George Lucas is allowed to do that. It's his story. Yeah, he wrote the thing. He wrote it, and this was his vision, his goal. He's allowed to go in there and take the original actor out and rotoscope uh, what's-his-name's face on An- on Anakin Skywalker yeah, at the end of episode Hayden 6. Christensen. He's allowed to do that. And you know what? It worked. It worked. And you know what? They both get credit. It worked because they both get credit because... He's allowed to go in. This is his vision. He's allowed to go in and have three different versions where Han shoots first. First. And then Greedo shoots shoots first. first. And then they They both both shoot at the the same same time. time. And then Han shoots first. He's allowed to do that. It's his story. Yep. Yep. He's allowed to do that. J.J. Abrams comes in and just like, we're going to shoehorn everything in here. And we're going to do some stuff that doesn't make sense. Star Wars and Star Trek have always been science. Right. As ridiculous as they are, as far-fetched as the stories as they are, they have gone out of their way to be science. Yep. The, The lightsaber, the blasters, the phasers in Star Trek, the disruptors in Star Trek, the transporters... Whatever you, whatever it is, the shields, all of that stuff. Yep, they have they have done their best to be science, and then in episode nine, it's just like throw the science out the window. We don't care. Yeah, we're gonna have the the emperor who got thrown off of the, but he lived. But he lived somehow, and the Sith, which were gone, and wiped out. Down to two because of, you know, the rule of two. Because of the rule of two. Because of Bane. Bane. We're just going to throw that out. There's thousands of Sith. The Emperor couldn't use any of them to recover. He needed Ray and and Ben. He needed them to do it. Okay. And Lando, for, I mean, he's a smooth-talking guy, but really, he got the entire galaxy... Enough to fill the entire sky with ships. Not to mention the fact, of course, that the Emperor was hiding an entire fleet of, of Star Destroyer ships, of, of Death Star Star Destroyer ships in this planet. Like the gravity, all the gravity situation going on there is like super sketchy. There's, there's so much that can't be answered. Anyway, like, we're not talking about Star Wars. We are. I'm sorry. We are. We are. We're there. We blew past we the, the we bottom did. of the hour. Oh, well, that's fine. But so, but that's the point of the point of of all of that though, is that we watched this movie Moonfall, and this is well. Pause for a second. Pause before we talk about Moonfall. And pause. It's the bottom of the hour. Is it the bottom of the hour? Or we're, we well past we're ten past. Ten minutes past. It's the bottom Whatever. of the hour. It's the bottom of the hour. This is Pod Bros. 
Productions, Sound Bros Productions. Brought to you by Brondo. It's, it's got more plants graves. It's got electrolytes. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so, Moonfall. Moonfall. So, um, just a, just a, a really sure, good... I'm pretty sure it's a remake, by the way. Is it really? So, after we finished watching the movie, uh-huh. there was a one little scene in the movie that triggered my brain. And I remembered a conversation that I had with Joel. There was a movie back in the early 20th century where the moon crashes into the earth. Actually, no. It might have been a book. Okay. But the moon crashes into the Atlantic Ocean and the Muslim nations take it as a sign because Allah is the moon god and they take over. Okay. So remember there was that one little scene in the movie when the moon's getting closer and closer and there's all those there's the the guys telling everyone to rise up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what triggered me. So now I've got to find it. Now I've got to ask him. Be like, "Hey, do you remember what the name of that book was?" Cuz I think this might have been a remake of that. Anyway, great story. Great plot. It just, it just was... It was just a good movie. It was done well all around, just all around. And it and it totally had that 2012 barely escaping from the the destruction that's following them. And it's, and it's like the destruction is following them. Right. That's what I love. I love that in 2012 when it's like the destruction is following them everywhere they're going. Right, and they're just ahead and of And I them. love when the kid's like, it's like the storm is following us! <laughs> right? I just, I love... I love a story that's written that way. It it shows it shows that someone was willing to take a little bit of time and be like you know how it always feels like it's following you. Let's actually make the storm follow them. Sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. And it uh, it's just so good. It was a great movie. It's Phenomenal movie. movie. Well done. Worth watching again. It is definitely worth watching. Um what what, what were some of the other movies that we watched? Uh, we, we saw the new, um, Fantastic Beasts. Oh yeah, that's right. It was a good movie. Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, um the movie got a lot of hate. It did. It did. Got a lot of hate I, from the... And I don't agree. From the, from a lot of different people and, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to say why we don't agree. Because I, I disagree with the hate as well. Um, are you okay? Yep. I'm fine. Okay. We're good. Um, the the they made the decision to have a relationship arc between the villain and the hero, Dumbledore and the Grindelwald, and Grindelwald, who are both men, and a lot of people hated on it just simply for that fact. The problem is, is that. If you take a second and look at the story, whether they were trying to do this or not, they very effectively laid out what a aggressive and hostile environment is created when you have a predatory person preying on someone who's innocent. No matter what the sex. No matter what the sex is. But specifically, this happens all the time. It and does. No one, and no one wants to talk about it. It does. And what I love about it is that they portrayed it phenomenally well. They, they exposed the, the stronger play, preying on the innocent. Right. Not the, not the stronger on the weaker. Not on the weaker. This is yeah. the mis- misnomer. Right. It is, it is the stronger on the innocent. And, and I'm going to tie that into current events right now. So of all of the movies for this to be in and the characters to have it be, right. Right. the character that was missing is the character that was played by Johnny Depp because he was removed because of someone who is a predator right. preying on someone who is innocent. Right. Being Amber Heard. Being, right. a, being a predatory woman. Right, um, toxic feminism. Tox, toxic feminism, preying on preying on a, 
preying on a relatively decent man. I don't know Johnny Depp. I don't I don't know anything about him other than everything I have ever seen about the guy is he is he he's is a, a stand up fellow. Guy. And and I would say the same about and, and people aren't saying this, but I but we'll say it. And I'll be glad to be the first person to say it if it hasn't been said before. But Jada Pinkett Smith is worse than Amber Heard as far as I'm concerned and has and has manipulated Will Smith into a position that he doesn't think he can survive. And Lord willing, he can figure this out before he does something crazy like suicide. Or worse. Or worse. And I'll say it. Because that well, woman, that woman's got issues. It, it is it is toxic feminism. Toxic feminism. The, they have it is, castrated it is, these men. It's worse than that because they're manipulating and controlling them. Yep. And and it's it's it is it is as bad or worse than toxic than true toxic masculinity, where you have these guys that literally, um, uh, what are they what are they called the chauvinists? Chauvinists, yeah. Real chauvinists. True chauvinism, where they're where they're literally like keeping their wife locked away in the house, that sure. sort of thing. It's sure. like, and don't misunderstand, we are not making a case for that. No, it's that's not, not okay either. N- none of it is acceptable. None of it is it, acceptable. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a mutual relationship. That's why. That's why I'm saying, this this story, this Fantastic Beast story, captures the predatory nature. Yes, of someone who is abusive. Yep, and. There's there's a scene in the movie. There's actually two different times when Grindelwald says, "Who's gonna love you?" To Dumbledore, he's manipulating him. Yep. He's manipulating his emotions. And at the end of the story, they they win. the 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 day is saved. Spoiler blah, blah, alert! Blah. If you haven't seen it yet, it's every single but, Harry Potter movie. If you haven't seen one, come on. <laughs> it, they all end the same way. Yep. Yep. Anyway. But Dumbledore doesn't feel like he can join them, and he walks away. And the look on his face is the look of every single innocent person that has been manipulated. Yep. They think that because of what's happened, they cannot truly be happy because the person who has manipulated and controlled them has left that mark. Has left that mark on them. Yep. And now they cannot. And I think I think in in the current thing because we've been watching the uh, we've been watching the trial and, right you know, little snippets of it little snippets here and there one of the things that I think is separating this trial from everything else that I've seen in this vein of things is that Johnny Depp very much is not manipulated by her anymore right and he very much does not believe maybe he does but he is showing that he doesn't believe well i think what that happened he is. no what i think what happened is that i i think that he that people that care about him have surrounded him i i getting that from the and i i think they i think they're really trying to well and the testimonies of his friends yeah have been awesome well i think everyone is kind of coming out now and it's like it's we need justice yeah, it's that cry for justice. People are, I think, people are really beginning to see the writing on the wall. Yep, and you know, however, however it turns out, I, you know, just from what I've seen and read, I, I really do think that that's what's happening. Well, I think he's going to get it. I think he's going to he's going to win this case, and uh, but I, I, I believe that it needs to be more than that. I believe that this needs to be um, Amber Heard needs to never ever work in Hollywood again. Well, actually, you know, the the reality is you mentioned that you mentioned that before before we did the podcast. And I actually it triggered my brain. And what it triggered my brain to was not necessarily that. But what needs to happen is this needs to be a, a watershed moment. You're right. You're right. For these guys that are being abused. Yep. Because it's just as bad as it is for the women. All these women that are being abused in Hollywood, it's just as bad for the men, sometimes even worse. And they get no justice. They get laughed at. They get mocked. They get, they get run out of town on their, you know, on their tail. And it's like, where is the justice for them? Where's the justice for these guys that have lived in seclusion on a ranch trying to get their faculties straight because they were being uh, assaulted? 
yep. by a female director or by whatever fill in the blank. Well, and I mean, and and we know of another one, Brandon Fraser. That's who I was thinking of, right? Actually. Brandon Fraser, who who got you know uh, whatever whatever. You know what? Let me let me say that. Let me take back what I said. I don't believe that Amber Heard should ever work in Hollywood again. You you do a job, you do a job. But you know what I do believe? I do believe that she should be held accountable. No, absolutely. 100% held accountable. She should be held accountable. And and part of that accountability is the petition to remove her from the new Aquaman movie. Mm-hmm. Just like Johnny got removed from the Pirates of the... How many, however many movies he got removed from all of a sudden. Yep. Which is absolute an atrocity. Well, Disney, Disney just cut him out as soon as there was any inkling of anything. Well, that is... The, 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 which, is something, which is something he brought up in the trial. And, and it's actually something that bothered, that's always bothered me. Is, yeah, they got rid of his character. They got rid of him. They didn't get sure. rid of his character, though. They're right. still making money off of, uh, off of uh, uh, oh, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow merch. Merchandise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we, we can't have Johnny Depp in there. You know? Well, th- this is... Disney is, Disney is rapidly getting to the point where they're, they're going to either implode... Or somebody's going to have to take over. That's that's got a brain on their shoulders. Well, I think they're going to. They're going to. They're going to. I think implode. they're going to implode. I, honestly, I think they're going to implode. I think they're going to implode. I think Warner Brothers is going to implode. Yep. I think uh, Paradigm is going to. Uh, Paramount is going to implode. These these companies are running full speed off of a cliff. Yep, and they won't stop. And the cliff is called woke. Yep. Go woke. Go broke. Go broke. And they are going to go broke. So the the petition to remove her. Yeah, has now passed three point two million people. Holy cow! That's an awful lot of people. So, speaking of large numbers of people, let's talk about the movie that we watched last night. Are we going there? We're going to go there. We have about ten two, minutes two, left. Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Sorry, my bad. Two nights ago. We, we have about ten minutes. A new movie by Dinesh D'Souza called Two Thousand Mules, and. Uh, let me tell if, you something. If you if you get an opportunity, we are. I'm going to say it. If you're if you're listening from across the country, we apologize. Hopefully, you can find a place where you can watch this movie. Um, we are hosting. Uh, the Lines of Liberty is hosting a watch party. Uh, the tickets are five dollars. It's going to be at six uh, between six and eight p.m. on uh, May 18th. It's a Wednesday night mm-hmm. um, at the at the Prescott Vibe Event Center. Um, Go to our website, thelinesofliberty.com, to to get more information. We'll have a we'll have a flyer up in the next couple of days about that. Um, you you need to watch this movie. If you had any questions about the fraud or how how dire our situation is. I think that's really the truth of the How situation. How and, and and when I say our, I'm saying our, not as a conservative or as a Republican, I'm saying our, as an American, as an, as an American citizen, as and an as Arizonan. an Arizonan, our our situation is extremely dire. What what they did in the 2020 election, whether you whether you like Trump or don't like Trump, whether you like Biden or don't like Biden. That it is immaterial. No. What was done in the election is the undermining of our democracy, the undermining of our republic, the undermining of everything that you hold dear, and the it is the undermining of our freedoms as American citizens. It's true. Because our freedom is wrapped around our God-given right to vote. and our duty to vote. Our ballots are a sacred thing. They are most important. They are they are most um, they are they are uh, priceless. They are priceless. What we do with our vote, and to have that stolen in the way that it was stolen, because they preyed on weak minorities. Yep. And and, and the elderly and, and, el- and the elderly and those that are uninformed because they preyed on these people, we are losing our freedoms because of that. You th- you think don't think for a minute that the biggest threat that we have is the globalist elite agenda. It's not. The biggest threat that we have is within our own backyard, 
And I'll say this, it comes on the right-hand side of those who knew there was a problem and did nothing about it. And and the video, the, the movie implies that it wasn't just the 2020 election. Uh, the the evidence that they the evidence that they're pulling from goes back several elections as early as 2014 that this sort of fraud has been going on on a small scale and it's never been seen on this level but they did it and they pulled it off and it's the sort of fraud that you can't prove after it's done May, and we, and we will say it again as we have said before mail in voting is against the Constitution. It's against the it founders' not, intent. It is not what the founders intended. And we believe one day, one vote, one voice. Show me the purple thumbprint. Yep. You vote in person. You vote on one day. And to those, now that I've seen this movie, to those that would say, what about the elderly in the in the in the in the Care old homes. folks' homes, my answer to that is, do they even want to vote? And if they do, we'll get them there. Yeah, yeah. We'll get them there. It is. It but is. the excuse that they can't make it, and that's why we have to mail them a ballot, is bullcrap. The ballot should never leave the voting place. Ever. Ever. It gets voted and goes into that box. And doesn't come out. And doesn't come out until it's time to hand count Until it's hand count voted. And if we have to change how we vote so that we can hand count the votes, because in Yavapai County, we have it set up where everybody goes to one spot. It's bullcrap in Prescott Valley. And I'll in, say in it. Yavapai County, and, in Yavapai County. In Yavapai County, the whole county. Leslie Hoffman... Is a is is a is an evil woman. Yeah. How dare you say that our elections are secure? Yeah, she's and she she just I just got my letter today from from her, uh, telling me that I can vote early for thirty days before at any of the polling places. Absolutely unconscionable. And it's it it is. It is to a level now that it has that it has never been before, and I I we we've got to pull this back. We've got to pull this back now. We have no choice. We 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 cannot we cannot hold back. We cannot resist the we we have to resist the urge to move on to you know just let it happen. Right. There is no moving on. There is fixing. So. Um, well, I think that's our show. Yeah. Are you, uh, should we just wrap it up here? Or what's going on, Luke? Yeah, I think we're good. We have some uninvited guests. I don't know. We're hearing noises outside the house, so. <clears throat> well, I'm not the uninvited guest. Sorry. Thank you. I didn't actually point it at you. But you pointed it near it me. It was in your direction. Anyway. Thank you for listening. This is what happens when you do a podcast at 11.30 at night. Correct. Welcome back. We're glad to have you. Um, please email us and don't let us go for a year again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this podcast is going to become more and more... Lions of Liberty. Um, if not, we might make a new podcast that is a Lions of Liberty only. Yeah, I think we should do we, that. I think that's what we're going to do. Because we want to keep this one light and fun. We'd like to keep this one light and Which fun. is the reason why I, I pushed us to the end on this. Correct. Heavy, heavier topic. Heavier topic at the end. So We're going to come back to our light and fluffy, fl fluffy fun stuff. Fluffy fun stuff? Flight and luffy? <laughs> light and, flight and luffy? Flight and luffy. Uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, look forward to hearing more from you. Hearing, hearing from people anyway. Share with your friends. Listen online. Share your friends. Share your friends. Do something. 
Share share online. Share on listen, share online. Listen, listen to on, your friends. Listen to your friends online. Share online. <laughs> and remember, if you're not living, no, if you're not living, if you're not living, you're dead. If <laughs> wow, that's profound. That's what I'm here for. You know what? Plethora means a lot. Means a lot. If you're not learning, you're dying. You're dying. So, so stay alive. alive. Uh-huh. <laughs>